Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Skirt bags. Ah, I couldn't, I couldn't even get it out clean. I was, I was cracking up. <laughs> no water for you. Uh, no, how we doing, brother? Good, dude. I am like fully, fully, fully back in the gym slash healthy lifestyle, and it feels good to be back. Um, I'm on that know. this week. This is my first week, so I can't say I'm fully back, but I'm, I'm getting back. This is officially my third full week back in. Um, I'm starting to get over like the sore phase, which feels nice. Did a yeah. killer chest workout today. I've been doing a lot of cardio, which feels good. Um, I started doing this cardio thing. So instead of just running on the treadmill, I'll do like a five minute warm up walk and then I'll go into a light jog and then I'll like incline the treadmill as high as it goes and just power walk for like 10 minutes. And then I'll go into another jog and then I'll do like, I'll finish it with like a five minute just dead sprint into like a walk, like a, a warm down walk. And that has been whooping my ass in the best way possible, dude. A five minute dead sprint sounds unreal. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad because I haven't, like, really, like, I wait until that, like, the end to do a sprint, so I, like, I kind of save all my energy, but I'm not gonna lie, the incline walk fucking kills on my calves, and then going into a sprint how, is just, like... How fast is a dead sprint? Um, it's definitely not, <clears throat> definitely not my top speed, but it's definitely a sprint at, like, an 8.5. Okay. So I do, like, a three on my walk. And then I do like a five and a half on the jog, and then I do like a three on the incline walk, and then an eight eight point five on my sprint. And I do in total it's two miles. I do. And how long there. is that? Um, I was on there for like twenty twenty three minutes. Okay. So it's not bad. Um. No. Especially just, just like, I haven't done cardio since. I mean, I did a little bit when I was in the gym earlier this year, but I would mostly do the bike. But I really haven't done real cardio since club soccer, so. Dude, my endurance is so bad. Yeah, I want to get. And my thing is, dude, like, I just, like, I would be in good shape if I could just burn fat. Like, I just need to burn a little bit of tummy fat, and, like, I'll be fine. Like, I'll be happy with how, how like, in shape I am. Like, I was bench press. I did a 170 bench press at five reps today, which was, like, a lot for me after not being in the gym for so long. Yeah. And that felt good. But, like, everything else, like, except my endurance and my cardio is just, it's good. But my cardio is just so bad, dude. Yeah. So I'm working on Minus getting that two. up. But... I need to run more for sure. Do more, like, plyometric workouts. I need to, st- I want to start sprinting more. I mean, I want to start jumping more. Yeah. Oh, God, dude. If I started jumping, oh, here we go. Yeah, dude. Not not enough people jump or sprint anymore. Oh, I was waiting for my fucking laptop to make that loud ass <laughs> noise, but it never did. Oh, never. there it is. Oh, shit. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, fuck. I spoke too soon. All right, we're in the clear. Um, Other than that, dude, fucking... Living life. My parents are coming this weekend, so I'm excited for that. Nice. I haven't seen them in a fat minute. What are you guys gonna do? Um, Friday night. They get in Friday morning. Friday night, we're going out to our favorite sushi spot downtown. Um, mm, and then Saturday. Sushi. Yeah, Saturday, and then I think Don and I are gonna play golf at uh, a course I haven't played yet, so that should be fun. Um, the girls are gonna go get their nails done and do like some shopping. I think. And then Saturday, we're doing, like, a birthday dinner out somewhere nice. Um, I forget what restaurant it's at, but I looked at the menu there, and it looks good. It's, like, surf and turf, kind of. 
And then okay. Sunday, dude, probably just gonna hang out and fucking probably watch some football. Birds play, play at some eight. Bets. Yeah, play some bets. Yeah, dude, the eight the eight twenty game. Really, honestly, it's kind of annoying. I'm not a fan. Really, I like it, dude, because then I don't have nah. to worry about like flipping between red zone and the and the birds, like when they play at one or four. I don't have to worry. I'm watching the birds. It's annoying because uh, even though I have the full YouTube TV like NFL package, some of the birds games are still blacked out. So really, I can only watch it on red zone. Yeah, it's annoying as fuck. Like this past weekend, um. They were only, they were playing the Jets, right? And that game was blacked yeah. out for some reason down here. So I like up until the last two minutes of the game, I could only watch it on Red Zone. The only reason it was live, um, like for the rest of the game, was because there were no other games on on the Red Zone channel. So they just played the rest of that one. Well, you didn't really miss a bad or a good game. I know, dude. I uh, I was telling this to Andy the other day, like after after the fact, but. This weekend was just a rough, rough, rough weekend of sports betting for your boy. The 49ers lost, which really fucked me. And then I was like, all right, dude, I could I could make my money back as long as the birds win. And, like, I feel pretty confident in that. And then they lost the way that they did, dude. And Maggie yeah. just got home from the store, I think, and, like, caught, like, the last two minutes of the game. And I was just, like, not in a good mood. And I was like, she was like, all right, I'm going to start dinner. I was like, all right, I'm going to go up and shower, and I'll I'll be down in, like, 15 minutes. Went upstairs, dude, and just, like, laid in bed and stared at the wall for, like, 30 minutes. I had to decompress, dude. I was so bad. I was, <laughs> I was like, fuck, dude. Like, the highs and lows of football season, this is the lowest I've been in a while, bro. And it was, like, 90% the Eagles, you know, it was probably, like, 75 80% the Eagles losing to the Jets the way they did. Yeah, um, horrendous. The twenty five percent of just like all my bets, just nothing was hitting, dude. I think I went like one in twelve on the weekend. Oof. It was it was. Brutal, I didn't do dude. great. It was brutal. When you texted the group chat and you were like, "Need the I need forty ers minus two and a half." I was like, "Yeah, dude, me too. I need that more than oxygen." And then I knew that wasn't going to hit because they were down two yeah, with no like way. the last possession. But then yeah. I still had their money line, so I was like, "All right, dude, bang this field goal through." Like. I had like yeah. three bets that had the 49ers money line in it, and that was the last one that needed to hit. And I would have been in the green. And I was like, all right, bang this through. Like, we're still good. It could have been better, but it also could have been a lot worse. And then they go and miss that field goal. And I was just like, Andy and I were sitting on my couch, just like, dude. books made out this week. Yeah. Big time, dude. Big because time. Because not like, I mean, I'm sure a bunch of people took the Eagles and the Niners outright for big money. Thinking definitely those are going to hit. A lot of people parlayed them together probably for big money. Mm-hmm. I mean, and a lot of people had them in many parlays. Yep. Yeah. The book's made out like a bandit, dude. Yeah. And uh, every bet I put, I placed after that. Like, after the Eagles game, I was pretty defeated. And I didn't put a single one in because uh, Wednesdays are, like, payout days for me. And I was like, all right, dude, let me see last. So last night, I'm like, let me do just like a two, like a $20 play, like try and make like half my bank back. And uh, I did two unders and two hockey games. And it was the Islanders game, which hit because it was one nothing. The score ended being ended one nothing. I took that at under two and a half. And then the other one, I think, was the Tampa Bay Lightning game. And the under was four and a half. And it was two to one. And. Fucking, I'm I'm watching it. We're watching American Horror Story, and I'm just kind of following it. And I'm like, oh, bet this is gonna hit, dude. Like, make like a quick 150. 
fucking like 15 seconds left in the third period game gets tied up and i'm like oh my god dude just brutal bro i can't catch a break i was like i'll take yeah. i'll take a i'll take a goal from the team who's up but like yeah, the fact yeah. that they tied it forced it into overtime and then obviously there has to be a goal scored in overtime so yep i'm just like god damn dude well i guess what if it went to pk's or penalty shootout i don't i, I was actually thinking that i don't know because it's, it just says like I took the line, and then it's just in parentheses, parentheses says including overtime. So I don't know if like it went if it goes into penalty shootouts. Like, would those count as goals? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't I haven't had that happen yet, but I mean, the chances that a hockey game goes into shootout is like pretty hot, pretty low. I mean, I don't know. It happens sometimes. Yeah, but three on three hockey, like I feel like it's pretty easy to score goals. It can be, but. So I just took my fat L, and I'm like, all right, clean slate this week. See what happens. But, yeah, dude, the birds losing was a, was a huge bummer. Yeah, um, the birds losing was tough. They weren't good. They didn't score a single point in the second half. No, but I will say this, dude. I think that loss, like, a lot of people were coming for Jalen Ertz, and by all means, he, he had a shit day. He threw three picks. Um, yep. I think one or two of them were, like, kind of bullshit, like, deflection picks, so, like, and I will die on this hill, dude. I think there needs to be a separate stat for that. Like, it is not the quarterback's fault if he hits his receiver in the hands and it deflects off their hands and gets ticked off. Like, that should be, like, receivers should have yeah. a stat that is where it's, like, giving up an interception. Like, you need to catch a ball yeah. if he's hitting you in the yeah. hands, you know what I mean? That should not, that shouldn't hurt the, the quarterback's stat line. But, albeit, Jalen Hurts had a terrible day, um... And I think the game is more so lost on the play calling and Nick Sirianni not running the ball on that third and nine. It's third and nine with a minute and 40 seconds left, dude. Why are you not running the ball and, like, forcing the Jets yeah. to drive 60 yards down the field to get into field goal position? Like, you're giving them perfect position to score, and then you just let them score, and then you're putting your team in a worse spot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. run the ball on third and nine. If you don't get it, punt it and have your defense make a stop don't give them fucking the chance to have great field position and go up big yeah so that's that that's kind of my like my spin on it is like if Sirianni just made a few different calls and like kind of you know managed the game clock a little bit better I think we still win that game you're probably Um, right but at the same time you know you don't turn the ball over five times you probably win that game too yep We've been getting shat on in the uh, turnover battle. Dude, the turnover I feel like our two losses, the, the turnover battle, margin dude. was ridiculous. We're like ranked 31st in the league in red zone percentage, dude. It's, it's We need to be better in the red zone. That's pretty bad, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Huh. Um, It's that, dude, and it's the fact that, like, well, I don't know if it's that, but, like, I heard reports saying that Sirianni didn't even talk to the team afterwards. It was Slay and Hurts and AJ Brown. So I guess that's like that's a good sign where it's like you know at least our guys are taking accountability and they know like you know can't be having that happen. So maybe yeah. this is a turnaround, but it's tough to come off a loss like that and go straight into a fucking primetime game against the fucking Dolphins, dude. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I think our secondary might get fucking eaten up, chewed, and spit out. Um, yeah, because they, like, they play a physical defense. Like, James Bradbury is, like, a physical defender. Like, they were talking about it with him, 
guarding Garrett Wilson, recovering Garrett Wilson. Um, and Waddle and Tyreek are both so fast. I think they're just going to fucking eat him up on routes. Yeah, I hope so, dude, but I don't know, man. Our The good thing is the Dolphins' defense isn't great. Um, yeah. So if Jalen just has goes back to his roots of last year and has one of his games, dude, like I think we're fine. Like the Dolphins' defense 100%. doesn't scare me. No. It's more so the Dolphins' offense against our secondary is what scares me. I think they're not going to be able to run the ball because our defensive line is stout, but, dude, our secondary could get shredded. Yeah, and it may because yeah. Tua can get rid of the ball quick to these guys and they can just... Look at me. Screen pass, 70-yard Tyreek touchdown. <laughs> yeah, That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the Philly is actually two point favorites. I was looking today. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw uh, two and two and a half, mostly two. Yeah, I mean that's a good sign, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about gonna... taking the Dolphins like plus one forty. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of those games are just fucking like trap trap lines, dude. Where it's like, oh, Philly's minus two favorites. Like people are gonna bet that line, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, man. The Dolphins, think or the Dolphins got blown out by the Bills, so that gives me hope. Um, because the 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 Bills have a good defense, but their secondary is pretty good, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The Bird secondary is suspect and injured. I uh, but I think Slay watching... practiced today. I think he was limited, but I think he practiced. That's good. Um, how's what's his name? Uh, I don't know. Lane Johnson is he still hurt? I don't know, let me see. Or was it Dickerson that got hurt? Uh, no, it was Lane Johnson. Eagles injury report. Lane Johnson did not practice. Today? Yep. Reed Blankenship did not practice. Bradley Roby did not practice. Devontae Smith did not practice. Jalen Carter, Dallas Goddard, Darius Slay, Milton Williams, limited practice. Yeah, we're starting to get banged up a little bit. Um, Got some breaking news for the birds today, though. Julio Jones on a one-year yeah, deal. Yeah, Julio Jones, one-year deal. That's interesting. That's interesting. It's cool to see. It'll be cool to see, like, Julio Jones in a Birds uniform. I'm not. I'm not too like. I'm not like. Oh my God, Julio Jones, because I think he's well past his prime and everything. But I think he brings good locker room vibes, and him and AJ Brown are reunited, so I like that. But he's a big boy, I mean, dude. If he's our wide receiver three, I'm happy with yep. that. Let's get him a ring. Thanks, Dallas Goddard vibes and fantasy. Yeah, don't really care, but. Don't have I? I think I have one stock in him in fantasy. I have but. none. I have none this year. I had him last year. He was hurt. Um, yeah, but he kind of be... like popped off last year, and then he had he was like more expensive this year. So I was like, eh. yeah, less interested in that. Probably would have been a good pick though. Yeah, I mean, what was he going like fifth or sixth round? By the yeah, guess? yeah. Dude, so my uh, little side note, my gym has this, like, um, hand sanitizer dispenser that I hit when I'm walking out. All and right. Every day, like a babe. 
Yeah, I just suck it through. <laughs> um, but every day I get home, I'm like, dude, my hands smell so bad. Like it's like almost like rotten milk. Almost. I'm like, is it from like just picking up the weights? Like, is this just like people's nasty ass sweat smell? Like, what is it? And then today I realized it was the hand sanitizer. That's getting me. I'm like, oh, I it's just like fucking gross. Like, you know the you know the cheap hand sanitizer. Stop hitting the like hand sanitizer. Yeah, I, I I might have to, dude. But it's like I want to wash hands your hands when, when you get gym. home. That's what I do now. I I hit the hand sanitizer today, and I was like doing something, and I was like I could smell it again. I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? And I was like, oh, like a light bulb. I'm like, oh, it's a fucking hand Bing. sanitizer. But now we're we're fresh and clean now. We're nice. fucking we're ready to roll, dude. Love that. But I did. Who fucking... are we talking about? The birds. <laughs> The birds to hand sanitizer. My brain is so scrambled today, dude. It's not even funny. That's fine. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, I don't even know if they're mashed potatoes. I think they're just straight up fucking whisked egg before they're made into scrambled whisked eggs. egg. Yeah, you know when you fucking put them in a bowl and yeah, whisk them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what my brain looks like today. That's gnarly, bro. I know. That's not a good way to have a brain sloshing <laughs> around in there. I'd rather have a scrambled egg brain. At least it's a little solid. Me too. Me too. Brains probably are like scrambled eggs when you touch them. Oh, for sure, dude. Oh, God. Dude, I remember when I was probably like seven or eight, My, uh, we were living in an apartment at the time, and we had a basement, and it was super dark and musky, like your typical basement, and there was like, it wasn't like finished or anything, it was just gross down there. But it was the perfect setup <laughs> it just to have. Like, down there. Yeah, it was. It was the perfect setup for like a like a Halloween like party, not party, but like yeah. like Halloween vibes. You know what I mean? And yeah. so my grandma got a bunch of like Halloween decorations and all this like fun stuff, and dressed up as like a witch and got these bowls, and she would just put random stuff in them. And like we went down there, like me and my friends. She was like hosting, like me and our, me and my friends. And she was like, I forget the context, but she was like these are like brains or whatever and i went in and touched it and like my seven seven year old fucking brain was like oh my god dude i'm touching brains right now but i just remember it like freaked me out and then she had another bowl of grapes and she was like these are eyeballs (laughs) i touched them and i was like oh i'm touching eyeballs right now my friend jake who's like a dickhead was like oh these are grapes these aren't real and i like i don't remember this but my mom told me like i i walked upstairs afterwards like took my grandma to the side i was like Hey, I'm really sorry Jake ruined it. Like I knew I know you were just trying to like put on like a fun like a fun time for me and my friends. Like I know it wasn't actually brains or eyeballs, but like I was playing the part. I'm sorry Jake ruined it. And she was like, dude, it's fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like so innocent, dude. I was like, I'm sorry Jake yeah. ruined your brains. <laughs> <laughs> um What a sweet kid. We, uh, I ordered my Halloween costume for this year. We're going to go out, like, all all of our, our squad is coming to Wilmington. We're going to go out and dress up. What are you going to be? Um, I'm going to be Robin, and Maggie's going to be Starfire from Teen Titans. Okay. So I got my Robin costume on the way. It might actually be here now, but we're, it was either that or we were going to do uh, Ricky Bobby and his wife from Talladega Nights. I like that too. Yeah, the costumes were mad expensive for that though. Oh, I bet. 
They're gonna make it. Do a little DIY. Well, DIY. Jake and Rye are gonna be uh, Kim Possible and Ron from Kim from Kim Possible. <laughs> <laughs> I told Jake he could use Boone as like the naked mole rat. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> we just have to paint them or something. Boone prop. Boone prop. You can bring him to all the bars. <laughs> oh my god, dude! He would lose his fucking mind. <laughs> I want to take Boone into a super crowded place like a bar or like a fucking home goods and just let him run wild and see what he does. A home goods, that's a random spot. Yeah, Are they like usually always... super crowded? Have you ever been in a home goods, dude? You can't breathe in there. <laughs> um, I don't know, probably. I've probably been in a home goods. Yeah. Home goods are like a uh a Michaels. Yeah. This is all the, all the Karens in there doing their little DIY projects, and Boone just comes booking around the corner. Yeah, there's always shit that's very breakable in there. Yeah, yeah. Like glass and, like, ceramic pots and it's bowls. Just, Boone's bringing the bull in a china shop saying to life. Literally. <laughs> Boone in a china shop. Boone in a china shop, yeah. That's funny. I don't know. Um, Maybe he would be chill. Maybe he'd be like overwhelmed. He'd either be like too scared to run away from us and be like, oh, he'd be like, where's mom? Where's dad? Or he'd just go absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I don't know. There's no in between. I think he might be scared. Yeah. I could see that. I wouldn't be too scared. All right. I'll just start running wild in a Michaels and see if he follows me. Oh, yeah. No. Then he's going to be like, oh, we can get lit in here? All right, bet. Uh, have you Dad's ever heard? Acting a fool. I'm acting a fool. Facts. <laughs> oh, I got the green light. <laughs> I uh, I'm on this app now called Whatnot. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's um this platform where people go on and just stream and sell like Pokemon cards and like sports cards and stuff, and they'll do like. So you hop in a stream, right? And one of them's like, say that this one that I, I was in the other day was like, we're doing like auctioning slabs, which just means it's a graded Pokemon card and it comes in like those plastic slabs with the grade and like all the info at the top and then the Pokemon card inside it. Okay. And so I hopped into one the other night, Monday night after I got in bed and I was just scrolling TikTok and one popped up. So I hopped in. I was like, oh, this is fun. Fully addicted now, dude. Like, I'm in them shits. I was in this one live really? for, I'm not even kidding, three and a half hours. And I was like, oh, I really want to buy a Pokemon card, but I want to wait my first purchase. Like, I want the one that I want. And so I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and nothing popped up that I wanted. And so Andy was like, oh, dude, yeah, like, me and my friend Calvin used to do this all the time. Like, download the app, whatnot. It's like an app specifically for that. So we hopped in it, and all three of us would just hop in the same stream. And just like basically like, dude, we would just cook the books on these on these things. You just get in and be like, really? All right, yeah. We just get in and be like, all right, what do we want to do? And then obviously like he'd see like three people in the chat saying to do the same thing, but like obviously the streamer doesn't know we're all together, right? So we'd get them to do like a certain like slab pull or like a certain like like card card distribution auction or whatever. So he would do, he started doing this thing where it's 10 second auctions. He would put a card in the, in front of the screen be like, all right, chat, this is the card, blah, blah, blah. And you got 10 seconds to bid on it. And there's a little thing, you, once you put your payment info and in, you can just slide to bid. So like you see it in live time go up and 90% of the cards are like worth like two, $3, but then you get one that's like, like I bought one on Monday for like 10 bucks and it was 
a Rayquaza that I wanted, which I don't know if you know, but it's like a green dragon Pokemon. Okay, I fuck and, with dragons. Yeah, dude, and they have there's one that I really wanted. It's like forty bucks. I want it to be slabbed already so that it's traded. And it's like this like vintage art style Rayquaza, and I found it on eBay for like thirty five bucks, and I almost pulled trigger on it the other day. And um, I'm sitting in the stream, and I'm like, "Yo, you got any Rayquaza?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up later." I waited in the stream for like three hours, and then this Rayquaza popped up, and it wasn't even the one I wanted. And I'm just like, "Yep, bid, 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 bid." And I finally got it for like ten bucks. And I've just been like full blown addicted to just sitting in these streams, looking at these Pokemon cards, and like watching like pack openings and stuff, dude. It's so much fun. So then, what do you do with them once you buy them? Once you buy them, they ship them out the next day. Um, I haven't got mine yet. It should be here today or tomorrow. But it's just like cards to add to your collection. Like this one's not slabbed, so I'll probably put it in a binder or something. Um, but if I got a slabbed one, I'd probably put it like on my mantle, like above my record player or something. Okay. Super fun though. So they're like like buying records. Yeah, it's like buying. You can buy records on this place too. Like people will auction off records and stuff too. But I just, the Pokemon cards are more more fun. Um, uh, I got a new tattoo over the weekend. They're doing Friday the fourteenth, Friday the thirteenth flash tattoos at our shop downtown. Yeah. So we uh we're like, all right, let's like thirty bucks. You can't beat it. Just pick one from like they had like five or six artists and like twenty um pieces each that you could pick from. And one guy was doing Pokemon, so I was like, ah, right, I'm gonna get a Pokemon one. And we left at like they're open till eleven, and we left at like eight o'clock. Put our names in. And went to a bar to like hang out until our, they called us to say we were ready. Never called us, so we went back to the place and sat. Dude, we were in this tattoo shop until like one thirty in the morning, and we were literally the last person. Jeez. I was literally the last one that they did, and it was so funny too because the guy that was doing Pokemon, his whole like individual studio was like my dream man cave, dude. It was sick. He had like all these vintage video games, like Pokemon, uh, Digimon, like all this old school like rap records on his wall he had a ps5 and an xbox a switch like everything in there and i was like i went i walked in and i was like dude why would you ever leave like what do you do like when you're not tattooing why would you ever leave like you got everything you need in here and he was like yeah, yeah. dude like it's pretty sweet like obviously today we've been busy because we're doing the flash sale but when it's slow i'm just like in here vibing like throw on a record and play some pokemon or play some smash and just hang out and he had a TV in there and Netflix and everything. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. So he did my tattoo and I got Mewtwo. And he was like, I could tell he was super tired because obviously it was like 1 a.m. And he'd been tattooing all day. Yeah. The same thing over and over. And he was like, you got a Mewtwo? Like, you want Mewtwo? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, thank fucking God, dude. And I was like, why? He was like, I went all day. I haven't done a single Mewtwo, but Mewtwo's like my favorite Pokemon. So I get to end the day on a high note. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. So he hooked it up, he finished my shit in like 10 minutes and was like, yeah, dude, if you ever want to come in and get it like shaded in, like I'll give you a discount. You seem chill as fuck. Here's my card. This guy's a fucking man, dude. $30 tattoo turned into a whole ass vibe. I mean, it sucked that we were in there till 1am because I was tired as shit and we were golfing the next morning, but it was dope, dude. Got my first. So you're going to go back and get it shaded in? I think so. I'm probably not going to get it colored. I'll probably just do it black and white because Mewtwo's the color of like like this candle like almost like gray blue so I'm yeah, like, i don't know yeah. if i want that but i might just do black and white um but it was dope dude 30 bucks i got a got a tattoo out of it 
makes every time I get one, I'm like, fuck, dude, I just want to like cover myself because it's so fun. I should have got it on my cheek. That would have been some shit. I probably would have lost my job. (laughs) (laughs) Shows up to work on Monday in a meeting. Hey, guys. Johnny, what the fuck is on your face? Uh, you know, Friday the 13th, I had to. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody was doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was fun, though. Definitely want to, uh, I'll probably go back to him to get more. Because his art style is dope, too. What do you think you'll get from him? Um, I want, so the the Pokemon I was telling you about earlier, Rayquaz, like the green dragon. Yeah. I wanted to get that, like, wrapped around my knee. Um, okay. But that's probably going to be bred, so I'm probably going to wait on that. But that, I'll probably go to him for that one, just because he's done a few of them already and knows what he's doing. Yeah. I also want to get my sleeves finished first, so once I have a little bit of expendable money, I'll probably finish my sleeves first and then do that. But Maggie, so she's gotten a bunch of her tattoos done by a girl in there. Her name's Jordan. She's super cool. And Maggie was like, she was at a movie, some like Taylor Swift concert movie with her coworkers that night. And so she didn't come in and put her name in until like nine o'clock, nine thirty. And so when I put my name in, it was like eight o'clock and they were like, we'll try to get to like no guarantee. We close at 11, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, all right, whatever. Like, if you guys don't get to me, it's not that big of a deal. This was a very last-minute plan. Like, I wasn't waiting for this for, like, weeks or whatever. Like, it's not a big deal. So we go in there, and Jordan sees Maggie's waiting. And she she definitely, like, hooked Maggie up. Was like, oh, like, what's up, girl? Like, come on back. Like, I'll take care of you right now. So then I think, like, the people in the shop seeing Jordan hook Maggie up kind of prioritized us. And they're like, all right, we'll get you guys in, like. We see, like, you've been here before. I've gotten a tattoo in that shop before. I got my Avenged Sevenfold one done there. And so, like, I didn't feel as bad, like, making them wait. Because they were, like, they were very cool about it. They are like, well, we'll just, you know, we, we, you've been giving us your business. So, we'll we'll wait and have somebody do you. I was like, oh, that's dope. Yeah. But it was fun. Because you'll, you'll probably I, be back, too. Yeah. And then I got, like, we didn't get home. I mean, it was downtown, but we didn't get home, and, like, I didn't fall asleep until, like, 2.45 in the morning. So I got, like, three hours of sleep. Oh, thank you. That's rough. Um, Yeah, dude, and then Andy and I woke up at, like, 6 a.m. the next morning to drive to Myrtle Beach and golf with Jake. And it was such a, like, a game-time decision, too, because it was going to rain all all Saturday. So we're like, Mm. I don't want to make that drive if it's going to rain. Like, have to just turn around and go back. But we're like, fuck it, dude, like just gonna take the chance and it was like super light rain for the first hour like not even like much to even notice it and it turned out to be a beautiful day dude got a nice round of golf in i shot a 90 not my best day but also not my not bad dude take a 90 all day yeah um i had some good shots dude my my five iron off the tee was working well and we were literally the only ones on the golf course so like on the last hole we were just like we both all three of us took like four tee shots and i just like whipped out the driver and hit some fucking tank jobs and on my first one i'm like dude this i literally haven't hit swung my driver in probably two months so i took it out and just was like all right i'm just gonna swing as hard as i can and i fucking crushed this ball like one of the farthest tee shots ever i've hit with my driver but it was not straight and it was super far right 
and it was heading straight for a line of houses, dude. And I was like, oh shit, that's going to do some damage. And we're sitting there and I just, you hear me go ting and I hit it and it just went quiet and we're all watching it, watching it, watching it. And then you just hear boom. I was like, oh (laughs) fuck, dude. So, so after we all teed off, we drive up and Jake's ball kind of went in the same area, but it was still in place. So we like drive up to Jake's ball and there's just like this old white Karen out like on the patio of the house I hit smoking a cigarette just mean mugging so hard and i just drove by and i was just like hey sorry sorry (laughs) she didn't say a word she just stared right through my soul but i did some fucking damage dude i felt bad but at the same time like you live on a golf course you'll survive yeah they prefer not to get their house smoked but that's part of the risk part of the risk you're taking yeah You're right over there, balls, man. Nah, we're in. We're in now. I couldn't get the blast at all. We're in. In there like swimwear. I've been drinking these, uh, Shamrock Farms protein shakes. Okay. They're pretty good. It's just like chocolate milk, basically. 30 Gs. Yeah, 30 Gs in one of these things, dude. Damn. What else you want to talk about? How's the fam? How you living? Um, fam's good. Living well. Doing our best around here. I love to hear that. Have you tried? Has JT tried his uh, Halloween costume on yet? No, he has not. Come on, you, you think I'm not going to send him, you a picture if he puts on a fucking Halloween costume? Yeah, you're right. That's facts. Come on. Come on. Oh, I know what we could talk about. What do you want to talk about? How about a little schmick and schmort? Oh, Richard and Mortimus. <laughs> Rich, yo, did you see what Austin said in the group chat the other day? No. Hold on, let me try and find it real quick, because it had me cackling. Uh, where was it? Where was it? I'm going to get through all this fucking shit. Yeah, all, all the shenanigans. Oh, he goes, anyone watched the new Richard and Morton last night? <laughs> 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 um what were your initial thoughts dude let me um, hear your breakdown i honestly i thought it was good like there wasn't like any real trouble i felt like you know what i mean yeah it was um, a fun just like kind of fun yeah. one-off episode yeah um it felt just like a like a welcome almost like I think it, I think that's the way it was intended with the new voices and everything. Kind of like, oh, we're just going to, like, have, like, a fun one here. Just Ease not like it. Yeah, not, like, jump right in with, like, a big plot episode and, like, new voices and shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The voices I thought were good. Like, you couldn't really tell. Like I, like I said to you, I thought Mr. Poopy Butthole in the opening scene, I thought it was, like, obvious. It was a li- yeah, um, yeah. But then, honestly, I didn't notice it for Mr. Poopy Butthole as much throughout the rest of the episode, or Wayne as we now know him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wayne. Wayne, bitch! His, dude, his wife was like, her voice had me cracking up too. Like, I was not expecting yeah. her to sound like that at all. No. No. Not a huge fan. And the whole Hugh Jackman part was funny too. How Hugh Jackman yeah. was just in it. <laughs> yeah. And how, yeah. I mean, it's fun how they all get tied together. All the pieces, like, end up being a big part of it 
Yeah, we find out that Squanch is still alive, which is cool. Um, Low-key, one of my favorite uh, characters of the episode was um, their neighbor. What's his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was he's funny, tight. dude. He's yeah, tight. He was funny. I liked him, too. Um, um, I don't know. I thought it was good overall. Got a good laugh. Yeah, there were some funny one-liners in there, like I was yep. telling you earlier. I think my favorite part of the of the episode was when um, Predator's, like, searching for them in the forest, and you just see Mr. Poopy Butthole's head up over the bush, and then his little hands just come up and go, and he cracks a beer. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? I'll admit, that was a little self-destructive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or that one, and then the part where um, he's getting beat up by Predator, and Rick comes out of nowhere, and he's like, oh, who's got the three lasers now, bitch? And Mr. Poopy Buttle just goes, you couldn't have done that before he punched me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. He just, like, doesn't care, like, so he just says <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was so funny. And I also loved the... Uh... The end credit scene with the lawnmower. I thought that was a nice, uh, like, yeah, yeah, full yeah. circle, full circle joke. Yeah, he, they're like, oh, so he just had to stand back about five feet, and he wouldn't have died. Yeah, that's and not how he thought uh, of that. Did you did you catch the part where he kept like taking out his necklaces and kissing them before that? Yeah, and yeah, he had, yeah. Like, he had like four of them, and then when he gets run over and they all spit out of the lawnmower and land like one each, it's like all five of those and then the last one is like a guinness book of world's record for most superstitious man <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh so <good>. <laughs> uh, yeah it was a good episode dude i'm i'm pretty like i was a little nervous with the new voices and everything i was like dude i really i'm not ready for this show to like not be enjoyable for me anymore and like get the voices like i don't know if you watch the new solar opposites but Mm-mm. corvo just has like a f- completely like voice change like he's british british now and it sucks and i like couldn't get into it and i was just like damn that sucks so i was hoping rick and morty kind of didn't go that route but i'm happy with uh with what they did I, I know the writing will always be good because that's just how it's been this whole time but i was really hoping like rick's mannerisms and morty's mannerisms wouldn't change because justin roiland's not voicing them anymore and like right. like you said i couldn't even tell a difference really no um i don't think i'll catch on to the burping thing I don't know, I didn't really notice. But that's not to say that he didn't burp less. Yeah, I think they definitely toned that down a lot from, like, the first two seasons, too. Yeah, facts. he used to do it a lot. Yeah, yeah. But I'm ready for, like, that was a fun episode, but I'm ready for some just, like, absolute classic Rick and Morty adventures. Yeah, yeah, this was, like, a Rick adventure. Yeah. Um, and I know we'll always probably get like a one-off Jerry episode or summer episode and those are good, but yep. they're not as good as just like classic Rick and Morty in a spaceship going on some crazy adventure. Like what comes to mind when I think of that is like the, um, the toxic episode. I, wa- I rewatched that yeah. the other day. Like that's a good, like, um, example of like classic Rick and Morty. Um, the snake episode, I think the is snakes. good. Yeah. That's what I was just yeah. going to say. But I've got high hopes for the rest of this season, dude. I hope it's a fucking thing of glory. Yeah, I, I I'm glad that like, oh, and then bird person at the end when they were all fading away, and he was like, Rick, it was canonical to see you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, dude, the bird person appearance, how he has the daughter now. Yeah, 
It's like bird daughters being a total bitch. <laughs> you can say that if you're a parent. <laughs> oh man, it was funny. The uh, one scene that tripped me out was when they do those drugs with Hugh Jackman and Rick's like sitting in his house and he's looking at his hands and it has all like little Rick heads on his fingers. Yeah, they and all, all have going, oh. his face on. <laughs> yeah. yeah I thought that was the yeah. I like how they've leaned into the whole kind of like Rick and Morty is like equivalent to like trippiness and smoking weed like pot. Like they know their audience so well. They're they know their audience is like majority yeah. potheads and love like trippy shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But I guess we'll have to find out what's on on deck for episode two. I I don't know if they've done this before because I didn't see one at this episode. But usually they do like next week on Rick and Morty and they'll give you like a little like trailer for the episode but I didn't see I didn't see one this this week no me either I haven't really been looking for it though no me neither um they did the little like episode breakdown though which was cool yeah yeah I like that part because it makes you think about the episode differently too Mm because I don't always see it like I don't always see it as like intricately as they see it yeah yeah, that's true. Kind of gives you like a little inside look on how it was written and what they were going for. Yeah, yeah. And like sometimes it's like, oh, okay, now I see, I see, I see what you got going on here. Yeah, I did my second watch through of the episode today on my lunch break and uh, caught a few things I didn't catch before. Um, what was uh, there was one of them. Um, oh, oh, yeah, it was when Hugh Jackman goes up to Mr. Poopy Butthole in the forest, or someone, I forget who it was, but it's like, why the long face? And he just goes, the structure <laughs> of my skull. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Dude, I thought that was amazing. <laughs> that was so good. Just like uh, flew right over my head the first time I saw it, dude, and yeah, I caught yeah, it today, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh, that was good. <laughs> structure of my skull. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, I, I caught that the first time through. I was like, "Oh, dude, that's amazing." Yeah, <laughs> uh, I wonder if we'll see Poopy Butthole again. I probably, I bet we won't see him until like if they do like another like end of season like last yeah scene maybe. type thing. Yep, like give an yep. update on Mister Poopy Butthole. I bet that's what they do. Yeah, I would be. He might have one more like random appearance, but yeah, it's Called crazy a cameo too. Almost, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy too because um in the opening scene, how like he kept referencing how Beth shot him. Like if you think about yeah. it, dude, that happened in season two. We're on season seven now. Like, get your shit together, Mister Poopy Butthole. It's been fucking five years. Yeah, but at the same I mean, time, they're shot. all the same age. Yeah. That's the best part about Rick and Morty is, like, they have continuity, but they don't age. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They don't. And what a crazy world. What a crazy fucking world. The bee rave, the or the honey rave. That was cool. Oh, yeah. They all fucking turned into bees. Yeah, all the girls just turned around. They had stingers come out of their butts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Gene, that's his name. Gene, yeah. Gene. He looks like a Gene. He does. He's like, Gene, uh, have you been drinking today? 
It's eleven forty-five on a Thursday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like how they go to that restaurant. That's kind of like the Dicks. It's a Dicks restaurant yeah. that we. That's yeah, in yeah, real yeah. life. It's just called Fuck Yous. <laughs> <laughs> just put the hat on Mister Poopy Bottle that says Deadbeat Dad. Deadbeat Dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that hat is kind of accurate. <laughs> Oh, good stuff, good stuff. Look forward to next week. Yeah. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be, like, more adventurous as well. Yeah. Uh, Flyers start the season 2-1. and one. Hockey's back, dude. I love hockey. Dude, did you see uh, all the Philly stadiums were rocking last night? Yeah. That was pretty cool. There was, like, over 120,000 total in attendance. Yep. That was sick. I didn't know that Germany game was in Philly. Yeah, Mexico, Germany, I believe. Yep. I don't even know how yep. how it went. I think it ended two two. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. It's a fun match to be at. Um, the Phillies are an absolute fucking wagon, dude. Phillies, dude, they can hit the ball pretty far, <laughs> pretty yeah. regularly, pretty easily. <laughs> Bro, we're mashing. Mashing. Yeah, dude, Schwarby gets, when he gets a hold of one, dude, like, oh, man, just, like, watching it come off his bat is a sight to see. Yeah. Phillies broke the home run record in a four-game span in the playoffs. Did you see uh, Schwarber's, like, tied with Reggie Jackson now for most home runs in, like, I think it's in playoff, like, in October, like, in the playoffs? All time? All time. <sighs> That's pretty crazy. He's going to get one more, bro. At least, dude. He's got the most leadoff home runs in MLB history. Really? In the playoffs. Wow, that's wild. It's only like four. Dude, it's just crazy how, like, the Phillies... Like, not to say they're not good during the regular season, but they just, like, hold their own all year. And then the playoffs come around and they're like, this is a completely different team. Well, they were good. They were a ninety-win team. Yeah, but dude, they're playing other. They've lost one game all all fucking postseason. They're fucking nice. I don't know what you want they from smacked, them. They smacked. They smacked the Braves, dude. They made the Braves look like they're bitch. The, the Braves, Braves were the best team in baseball all the year. The Braves had five days off, and I think that hurt them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That takes a lot of momentum away from a team. Yeah. I think that hurt them a lot. That's what Same Jeter was saying. He called it. He was like, "The Phillies are going to beat the Braves." Like, I'm just, I'm just like, you know, Phillies are going to beat the Braves. Well, I mean, Jeter just knows everything, dude. So, well, hey, I hope he knows that the Phillies are going to beat the Diamondbacks. I got the Phillies over the Rangers in five games in the World Series. Five games. Yep. Four to one. The Rangers are up two games to nil as well. Like it's not like. Yeah, I know that's what, just they're what bad. I'm predicting. Like they're... I don't know. I think the Rangers are good. I I think the Phillies are a lot better. If the Phillies stay on with what they're doing, dude, like if they can keep this this momentum and stretch going, like I don't think anybody's beating them. That would make me so happy if nobody could beat them. Yeah. Like this the, is how it was last year, too. I know, but then they had to come up against that Astros team that was, like, 
different than what they are this year. Like the Astros definitely slipped up a little bit from last year, and you know, I mean, they're still. I mean, the Phillies were up two games to one against the Astros. Like they could have won the series. Yeah, yeah. You know, they just all decided to get cold at the same time. All all falls down. Just like that. <laughs> I didn't know if you're gonna keep going for us. No, that's all I know. I know yeah, the verse, same. but I don't. You know, I don't know where I was starting in the song or where I wanted to end. So I was just gonna call it a day after that. That's probably good. Good move. Yeah. So you think Rangers are gonna uh, beat the Astros? I mean, they're up two games to none. So I think so, dude. I saw a stat on ESPN today that said like. Teams that go up two zero in the in the CS series like go through to the World Series eighty four percent of the time. It's like teams in that scenario are like seventy four and twelve. That's pretty high. Yeah, so I think it's going to be Phillies Rangers, and I'm taking the Phillies over the Rangers in five. Yeah, because here's the thing: it's three games in Arizona, and the Phillies are going to win one of them at, at least. least. Right, if and not, then. And then it's two games in Philly, so it's like, okay. The Phillies are going to win one of them at least. I wouldn't be surprised if they go into Arizona and just sweep, dude. I wouldn't be surprised either. I would love that. Maybe. The thing that comes with that, though, is if you do sweep in Arizona, you're probably going to have a few days off before the World Series starts. Maybe, dude. Maybe the Rangers got to win today and go up three games to none before we've even played our third game. That's true. That's true. They got Scherzer on the mound tonight. He's coming back. They do. Yeah. We'll see. They were talking about it on PTI, and uh, Kornheiser was like, yeah, well, he's either going to give up three home runs in the first inning, or he's going to go five scoreless. So you got a 50-50 shot. Yep. That's usually how it goes with him this year. That's how I feel about Nola um, most of the time. It's like he shoved last night, though. He was throwing, and Wheeler's been throwing. Nola's curveball last night was on like Donkey Kong, dude. Yes, it was, dude. He threw a few very good pitches. I don't think there's a more beautiful pitch in baseball than a working twelve-six curveball. Like when you play your curveball off of a high fastball, dude. This dude, a high fastball. Looks exactly the same as a twelve six curveball for fifty percent of the time. You throw a high fastball and you're like, "Fuck, not catching up to that." Then you get hit with like a Clayton Kershaw fucking twelve six curveball, and it's like you're reading fastball until it's too late to swing, and then you're just getting made look dumb. Not bad. Yeah, I think I could hit it. I was I had this debate in my head today. If you had a full season of MLB at bats, how many hits are you getting? A full season I never get pulled. A full season you never get pulled no matter how bad. Like you're always gonna guarantee you're guaranteed four at bats every game. Four at bats every game. Hundred and sixty two. I if you give me time to get in shape not not counting bunts. Okay. I wasn't going to count bunts because there's no way I could run a bunt out. If you give me you time to get in shape. You think you could get, get a shape, hit, but you don't think you could bunt? 
shut the fuck up, dude. You're not getting any hits. <laughs> not, you I might get a foul tip every once every ten like... games. Two sometime in July, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know. It's a hot dude. day in July. Like we're getting spanked seventeen to three. Like pitchers don't care. Hell yeah, I'm getting a single. I think the only chance I'm getting a hit in the major leagues is if we're getting smoked or we're smoking someone and they bring in a player to pitch. It's the only time. I'll take it. That's the only time. I think I could maybe get a hit. Because I've hit, I've hit 90 before, but I haven't hit 95 with insane movement and fucking just getting picked apart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Players, like, a, a short, like, IKF isn't hitting me with a fucking curveball that breaks up my neck and lands at my toes. You never know. Dude, I was thinking today, He's though, I was like, dude, God. how scary would it be if, like, you step in for, like, your first at-bat against, like, a Garrett Cole, and he just throws you, like, high and inside to get you off the plate? Like, that would sh- I would shit my pants, dude. Yeah, you're like, not enough right. to Not enough to hit you, but enough to be like, oh, fuck, and then you're gonna get in the box, and you're like, fuck. This thing's dude, moving. Your timbers are shivered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm not getting any hits. I could I could definitely lay a few bunts down where I would get lucky enough to beat one out where it just like happens to be a perfect bunt. Which I think I can run fast enough to like I like I think there's a handful of major league players that I'm faster than like running wise. Not saying like, you know, I'm not beating out like a fucking Tim Anderson or O'Neill Cruz or anything like that, but like I think I could I think I could I think I could beat Kyle Schwarber in a foot race. I don't know, dude. He moves quick. Have you have you seen that? Hold on, dude. Do you have your phone on you? I, I need to... I, wait. Is it the one, the Ted? <laughs> yeah. yeah. My turn, assholes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I love it. I love watching Shorby run, dude. He literally runs exactly like Ted. It's so funny. He does. I love it. <laughs> My turn, assholes. It's just rounding second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's quick, dude. I don't know if he's quick. He looks funny. He be moving. He's sound. I don't know if he's quick, though. He's quick. He be nabbing bases. Yeah, so, Bills Rangers in five. What do you got? What's your prediction? I don't know. I just hope the Phils are playing in it, and I hope that they win it. That's fair. They're probably That's playing fair. the Rangers. I'll say the Phils beat the Rangers in six. Okay. It's acceptable. Give the Rangers two. Yeah. That's probably more likely, honestly. We'll see. Like I said, I just hope the Phils are there. And then I hope I'm partying on Broad Street. Maybe I might not go to the parade. Um, I, I saw a very reliable source come out the other day where it said the Yankees are like pretty heavy favorites to trade for Juan Soto, which would make me. I'm right back in it, dude. I'm already back into the irrational Yankees fan. All that shit that I said all year about Brian Cashman, I'm like, oh, dude, we're going to get fucking Juan Soto. We're the fucking Yankees. Yeah, like, right. It's just like clockwork, dude. And I hate it, but I love it at the same time. Um, But I saw that we were actually like, out of a list of five, there's five teams in, and the Yankees are are the favorites right now to land them. 
And I, I feel more confident in this than I did like the Bryce Harper, or the Manny Machado, or other guys like that because one, we actually have a hole in left field. We need an outfielder, and two, we have the prospect capital to actually trade for him. So like, we go out there, dude. We can sign Monty back. Like Jordan Montgomery's a free agent, which sell low, buy high. Not the best business uh, model with him because that's pretty much what we would be doing. We sold him for fucking Harrison Bader, and Harrison Bader we put on waivers. And then, obviously, he's going to cost a ton now because he's playing lights out in the fucking postseason. But if we can sign Monty, and then there's this guy from Japan, uh, Yamamoto, I think is his last name, who's supposed to be, like, the next fucking, like, Masahiro Tanaka, like, just lights out pitcher. He's not a two-way player like Shohei, but, like, he's a better pitching prospect than Shohei. has like a sub two career ERA in Japan. Brian Cashman was scouting him at the end of the season and went over and watched him pitch for a game. And dude just like casually throws a no hitter, like complete game shutout, nine nine innings, no hitter. Um, and he said like a few times, he's like, yeah, it's been like a dream of mine to play for the Yankees, just because that's like to, to yeah. Japanese people they see the Yankees logo everywhere, so that's just like what most yeah, people yeah. like. But um, it's like the Yankees dude, and the Lakers, pretty much, yeah. Um. But to see that, get those two pitchers and then make a trade for Juan Soto. I mean, Soto's a free agent after this year, so we'd have to, like, extend him. Which, if we're not going to be able to extend him, don't trade for him. Because that's just a rental. Like, we're not in a position to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to be contending next year. Because I think a lot of stuff has to happen for for that to be a possibility. Like, I think it's very possible yeah. the Yankees are, are going to be a contender. Um, I think this year was kind of just like a what the fuck is happening. And I think it opened a lot of people's eyes, like, from the... Um, managerial like positions or like in like front office but if we can land Juan Soto dude and we get Dominguez back in July and Aaron Judge is out there every day and doesn't get hurt and Cole has another Cole's gonna win the Cy Young this year if he comes back and has another year like he did this year dude I'm happy I don't know Johnny I'm hearing a lot of ifs a lot of if this there are a lot of ifs dude that's what I'm saying. Like a lot and of stuff has to happen for the Yankees goes to be back. Exactly according to plan, perfectly. I can envision this perfect world where the Yankees maybe have a chance to sneak into the playoffs. No, if all that happens, dude, we have to win. We have to win the division. Like if we don't win the division after all that happens, like we need to clean fucking house, dude. Because there's something very wrong. What if you don't win the division, but you're like the top wild card team, second in the division? I'll take that. I mean, that's kind of been. Yeah, that's kind of been the story of the Brian Cashman era, so I'll I'll take that. Like I think this playoffs run for most teams have kind of shown that the playoffs are just kind of a crapshoot. Like look at all the wild card teams that are Honestly, I'd rather be a wild card team than a one or a two seed. I think so too, dude, because then you know you win the wild card series and you start cruising, you're not waiting that week to play yeah. a baseball game again. Yeah. You play real baseball, like real competitive baseball. You like what you've been doing that, all year too. You get that playoff vibe. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, it would be nice to just like win the division and not have to worry about the wild card series. Phils were fucking fourteen games behind the Braves this year in the division. Yeah, and they just wiped the floor with them. Just dicked on them. Um. All of the AL East teams combined that made the playoffs won one game. Isn't that crazy? That's not great. A single game between three teams, the Blue Jays, the Rays, and the Orioles. They all won one single game. 
Yeah, tough go for the Orioles. Yeah, they'll be back though, dude. They're not. They like I've seen like um, Andy and Maggie are like huge Orioles fans, obviously, and they're like, oh, like I just hope, hope we're good next year. Like they're gonna be good next year. They've got a lot of young talent that's gonna be there for a while. I think the Orioles are gonna be a problem for a long time. It, it's gonna come down to whether or not the Orioles are willing to pay their young guns when it comes that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether or not they can be good for a long time. Yeah, they've got another three, four years of being as good as they are now, if not better. And after that, if they don't sign, you know, the Adley Rushmans and the Gunnar Hendersons, and they don't sign those guys and lock them up and keep them, then, I mean, that's just a front office thing, dude. It's kind of like with the Yanks. You're in the same situation as the Yanks. Dude, I love what the Phils have right now. You guys are set for a while, dude. If we can keep this together, like Bohm, Turner, Stott, Harper, Hoskins, some combination of them in the mid, in like you know middle infield. Schwarber, he's getting old, but in left, but like maybe you have him DH in, and you have Martian DH, and you can stick around dude, for a while. Schwarber at DH, Martian left because he's a, he was solid in center field. Rojas yeah. in center because he's nice out there. Castian right, he's. I don't know how he's not Golden Glove nominee. He's got no errors on the whole year. He's like the only part person in the league who's got no errors. It might be how many games has he played in the field though? Like he might not be eligible. No, he he is. Oh, maybe it's just fucking they have a vendetta. No, I think it's just that he plays more cautiously. Oh yeah, he's not like you know running around diving for balls and shit. Right, like he is. He is now and again, but for he's not like. He'd rather be cautious and like one hop it than lay out for it and then it gets past them and then they get three instead wall. of a double. Yeah. That's what Judge was doing last year for the first half of the year because he's just gotten hurt by like freak shit like diving for plays and going yeah. all on. He even came out to the media and was like, Yeah, I'm gonna play a little more like cautiously and like safer and then he had that fucking career year. And then this year, he's on pace to have that same year and gets hurt on another freak accident by fucking slamming into the wall. Yeah, you gotta have better field awareness. Fuck that, dude. He's like, I'm catching this ball whether I run through a wall or not. And I like that in a player. Yeah, that's fair. But then he was out. He missed a bunch of games. Yeah, but it was only because Dodger Stadium has concrete fucking outfield walls, dude. (laughs) That's the only reason why. I guess. I mean, that that's a good point you raised. Yeah. It's like NFL teams having fucking turf fields. It's like, why would you not want to protect your players? Did you see Jason Kelsey talking about this? No. My sister sent me a clip of the New Heights. She was watching it. She like sent me a clip. Um, and he was like, look, I see that they got these huge fucking greenhouses that are growing all this marijuana, all these marijuana plants. Like, I know we can go grass all around the world. Like, we can grow the grass, dude. Like, why doesn't every team have grass? Because it's a continuous investment, probably. So is turf. turf once, and you're set for a while. I mean, you yeah, gotta we... like, you gotta upkeep it, but it's, it's probably less expensive than to like, you know, redo a whole field every year. But when your players that you're paying how many millions of dollars aren't right. playing, and then right. they are, it, you know. You're getting less of a return back on your investment. Yeah, I mean that's the whole thing, dude. I've been saying that 
for a while. I was like, why would you not want to protect your investments? Here they come. If everybody's hurt, like, the fans aren't going to come when you're booty cheeks because you got your fifth and sixth string in there. Yeah. Yep. And if your team sucks, you're not going to get any sales revenue. You're not going to sell any yeah. merch. You're not, not going to sell any concession. Tough scenes. That's what it all comes down to. I mean, dude, I know. Like, oh my god, I know. I keep going back to the Yankees, but when we were pretty much out of it, like the last three weeks of the season, the yeah. stadium was fucking empty, dude. And I hadn't empty, seen it like bro. that. Desolate. I no, ever. I was surprised to see it like that. I wasn't. I was. I saw it coming. I was like, dude, they didn't do shit at the deadline. We had the best bullpen in the in MLB all regular season. Guess what we did at the deadline? Went out and got a fucking middleman reliever. That's what you needed. To not get people in seats. If that's what we you were going for. You gotta get better. You just gotta, you know. But, you know, that's our thing. Our bullpen's gonna be mad nice. We're gonna make it even better. It's just, dude. Uh, I'm like, I'm excited for the playoff baseball, but I'm also, like, excited for it to wrap up so that we can get into the meat of the offseason and start I was going to say, dude, this season too. isn't even over, and you're talking about, like, it's been over for crazy what-ifs for, for next year. I've had three weeks to sit on it. What do you mean? It just doesn't stop, does it? It hasn't. It doesn't stop, and it never will. That's the fucking way my brain works, dude. It's like, the Yankees are out. All right, what do we got to do for next year? Oh, did you see the the shit with the Marlins? Um, I saw that their female something or other wasn't coming back. She was their female GM quit because they refused GM. to. Uh, the the person above her like left and they refused to put her in that position. And she was like, "All right, well, fuck this. I'm out. Like, I just gave you a winning team, like first playoff appearance in how many years? And like, you're not even going to consider me." And apparently she's, like, super, super tight with Jeter. So I'm like, oh, God, dude. They just fucking... Jeter needs to get out of the booth, dude. As much as I love hearing him on games and stuff, I'm just like, dude, come to the Yankees and bring that winning mentality back. Like, get a spot in the front office. Like, it doesn't have to be GM. It could be a fucking scout for all I care. Just be in there. Be in the dugout. Be like a hitting coach, dude. Could you imagine Derek Jeter as a hitting coach for any team? It'd be incredible, dude. He's like the epitome of like not swinging for the fences every time and like, you know, choosing your battles when to hit a home run and when when to swing hard and like getting on base. Like that's literally the player that he was. They could just make him the GM. Yeah, I don't know if that'll ever happen though because of how how shit ended with him in the Marlins. Um, but like the resonance or whatever word you want to use for that of him being there has gotten them to the playoffs now. Like. They didn't just, like, randomly get good this year. Like, he traded away a bunch of their big contracts, like Stanton and Yelich and JT, and rebuilt this team, and now they're in the playoffs, and, like, they fired him too early. But this is the product of what Jeter and Kim... I don't know how to say her last name. It's NG. It's just her last name. In? In? Kim In? Kim um, In? That's that's what they did, and, like, they made the playoffs at least... You know what I mean? It's like better than what they've had yeah. before. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, dude. Just hire him as the GM. He'll bring Kim like under him and Yeah, I would love that, dude. And um, they'll just fucking make the right moves. I Keep just judge, build a team around him. I don't think and Cole. I don't think that Cashman's unfortunately going anywhere this year. I think 
Hal's gonna be like, "All right, we're." Uh, I know we talked about this previously on the podcast, but uh, Hal's gonna be like, "All right, well, we're auditing our analytics department. We're gonna give Cashman the year, and if like if we repeat this year next year, like there's no there is no reason he needs to be the general manager of the Yankees next year, dude." Like, he already have doesn't lost need to jobs. be the general manager. Of the I Yankees. know, I know, and everybody sees that except for Hal Steinbrenner. But knowing how how Steinbrenner operates and how he runs the team, he's going to give him this year. And if he doesn't turn it around, there's no reason he needs to be the general manager. I, it's it's crazy how every fan, every analyst, every fucking reporter can see. Like, dude, do you know how many GMs have lost their job for way less? Like, I get, yeah. like, the whole spoiled Yankees take, like, oh, you guys make the playoffs every fucking year, blah, blah, blah. You have one bad year, and you, like, barely miss the playoffs. Like, you act like, like, have one thirty win season and see how that feels. But that's not what the Yankees market to their fans, dude. They market the whole idea of winning at any cost. We'll do whatever it takes, blah, blah, blah. So, like, you can't get mad at us for expecting that when that's what we're marketed. Yeah. yeah. And, like... You have a lot of the pieces to do it. He's just making, like, his role players, he's making bonehead decisions with. Yeah, and the contracts that he's given too. out are kind of ridiculous. Yep. You're trading away Gary Sanchez, which was a good move. But on top of that, just to get rid of Gary, you're taking on $55 million in Josh Donaldson, dude. Like, how 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 did that come to fruition? How did you come to that decision to be like, all right, well, we'll take on Josh Donaldson, who's, well past his prime, can't stay healthy, can't hit a fastball down the middle for the Bro, life of him. Josh D, he's nice. You gotta cut him some slack. Dude, I will end this podcast right now. Like, the entire, like, this episode, could you imagine the if, entire could you imagine, Could you imagine <laughs> if the episode just ended right there? <laughs> would, it, would it be the end of the episode, or would you end the entire podcast? Like, no, I'm done doing Just the this. episode. I'll, I'll cool off and come back next week. I'll cool off. <laughs> Gets back next week. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'm staring at my wall all week. <laughs> but, dude, yeah. If now Jeter and Kim come in and take over, I think it puts the Yankees in a way better spot than they are right now. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. I agree. It's not going to happen. Uh, little, the NBA uh, season starting soon. Oh, look at oh. us on the same page. <laughs> um, James Harden not showing up to practice. Yeah, what's that whole situation like? I haven't really been following. I have no idea, bro. Embiid was like, uh, maybe he's got something to do. <laughs> he's got groceries to get. And he was like, yeah, we had a good practice today. Like, that's really what I'm worried about. Just putting in good work when we're here. Dude, I feel so bad for Embiid. I feel like he's been just run through the mud. Yeah. It's like, all right, we got Jimmy Butler to help Embiid get us a championship, and then Jimmy Butler's like, ah, I wish fuck, we had Jimmy, Miami. dude. I wish we had Jimmy. It was Jimmy or Ben Simmons, and we chose Ben Simmons. I know hindsight's twenty twenty and all, but come on. But at that point, hindsight wasn't twenty twenty, dude. It was like, I feel like Ben Simmons was like starting his fucking bullshit, like when Jimmy left. Yeah, like I feel like it was like at, at that time when you were making that decision, you should have seen that Jimmy was the better choice by then. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and then oh no, Jimmy can leave. We're gonna keep Ben Simmons. 
Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough look. As long as you have been, beat, honestly, though, you'll though, still be contender. Dame to Milwaukee. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. That that propels them, dude. Dame and Giannis is. Dude, they could play two on five and they'd still win. I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be tough. The East is good at the top, but like that's it. The West, I think, is overall a better conference, honestly. Hey, but... don't sleep on the Knicks, dude. We're middle pack. You are, and you're a solid middle pack. Yeah. But I think that the West, their middle pack is a lot deeper. Yeah. Like, their yeah, bubble you... teams are, like, equivalent to the Knicks. You yeah. know what I mean? The Lakers. Lakers, um... Mavs. Mavs, yeah, the Mavs are going to be... Oh, my God, dude. The Spurs... Have you seen any Wemby uh, tape no, yet? No, I haven't. Holy shit. He looks like an absolute beast, dude. Like, if he stays healthy, he could easily Spurs be the GOAT. Spurs are going to be a problem. I, Dude, I think more than that. Like, I think Wemby might... If he stays healthy and, like, is lives up to his expectations, he might be the greatest basketball player of all time just off of his frame, dude. He's insane. My man's wet from three. He's fucking great defensively because he's nine feet tall. In the paint, nobody's fucking stopping him because he's so fucking tall. It's just crazy, dude. I've never seen a man of his size move the way he does. I'm going to have to watch some, huh? If they start, yeah, dude, if they start building around him and getting him some a little bit of help, like, the Spurs are going to be a problem. Wemby for MVP, should I put the votes in? I wonder what his line's at right now. I don't know, but apparently there's more people that are uh, voting on Wemby to win the MVP than Rookie of the Year. Embiid. That kind of doesn't surprise me, dude, with what I've seen. I know. I know. I just want to see the Nuggets go down. I, I don't like the Nuggets, dude. They piss me off. Why? I don't know. They're just annoying. They're like, like Jokic is good, but he like hates being here and hates what he does. It's like, all right, dude, like, you know how many people would kill to be in your spot? Like, at least act like you enjoy it. Yeah, that's true, but... I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big talent. fan of the Nuggets either, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be a fun, drama-filled NBA season. I'm ready for Always it is. They always find yep. the drama. Yep. No doubt about it. Sixers gonna win the the chip this year though. Dude, you gotta go through the Knicks first. They're gonna defy the odds. <laughs> They're gonna win the chip. The Celtics look pretty good. Celtics look good. I think it's Celtics and Bucks. One of them two out of the East. Yep. Honestly. Yep. The West is tough. The West is tough. You got the Suns. I think the Grizzlies are sleeper. The Nuggets. The Nuggets, the Lakers. The Warriors always, the, the Lakers. Warriors always. As long as Steph Curry's around, the Warriors will be in it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Spurs, you never know. Mavericks, maybe. If they need, like, a big, they need something. They need something, dude. Luka and Kyrie, I don't think, are going to be the answer for you. I, yeah, I, that Mr. Cuban. still baffles me, dude. I don't get that yeah. move at all. No. I think you got worse, legitimately. Yeah, for sure. 
I think he's, I don't know why they didn't consult with us. Or at least Luca. I'm sure Luca would have been like, "Yo, what the fuck are we doing? Let's get somebody. Let's get a big man or somebody like you." Yeah, I I can do everything Kyrie does and probably better. Yeah, fuck, we need two points. I'm not gonna for. quit on use. You know, Kyrie's yeah. gonna force his way out. Yeah, he's gonna cause some fucking locker room drama somehow. Yep. Yep. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Got the in-season tournament this year. Um, so that's cool, yeah, I guess. NBA? Yeah, they're doing it for the NBA first time this in-season year. in-season tournament. What the fuck? I have not heard about that. Yeah. Let me see if I can look it up. NBA in-season. Um, rules format and how it works. It starts November 3rd, and it finishes December 9th. All 30 teams have been randomly drawn into groups of five within their conference based on win-loss records from last year. November 3rd to November 28th, each team will play four group games on tournament nights. Um, so you play each each team once. With two games home, two games away. The top top eight teams advance to knockout rounds. So it's the top six from the groups and the top from the six groups and then two wild cards. Single single elimination on Monday, December 4th and Tuesday, December 5th. Um, And then... Semifinals and championship TBD, I guess. That's kind of fun, dude. Getting a little bit of like playoff basketball feel, like pretty early in the season. Yeah. Do you want to see the um, whatchamacallits? The groups? Yeah. Yeah. So it's in the West, it's the Grizzlies, the Suns, the Lakers, the Jazz, the Trailblazers. That's A. Group B is Nuggets, Clippers, Pelicans, Mavericks, Rockets. Group C is Kings, Warriors, Timberwolves, Thunder, Spurs. And then in the East, it's Sixers, Cavs, Hawks, Pacers, Pistons. Bucks, Knicks, Heat. Wizards, Hornets. That's a tough one. That's a tough group, yeah. Celtics, Nets, Raptors, Bulls, Magic. That could be, like, sneaky tough. I think the Sixers should definitely finish in the top two in their group, and then maybe the Cavs and the Hawks will be that other one. Yeah. Um, The Bucks will finish probably at the top, and then a Knicks Heat probably. I think the next one's Celtics, and then maybe Raptors or Bulls. I don't know. I don't really like the Nets. No, I think they're going to be pretty shit. That'll be fun, though. That's that's going to be fun to follow. Yeah. Grizzlies, Suns, Lakers, all in the same group. You think... uh? You think Braun retires after this year or no? 
I don't know. He's in his 21st season. He's one of five. No, maybe there's five others. Something like that. Um, Vince Carter's got 22. So Who has the most? Is that Vince? Yeah. I bet he tries to go after that. Probably, right? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. You think he plays two more? He wants to stand alone? Yeah. I don't see anybody else behind him that's going to catch that anytime soon, to be honest. So that would be three more seasons altogether. Including this one, right? Yeah, yeah. This one yeah. coming up is this going to be 21. Yeah, I can 21, see that. 21, 21, 21. 21, 21. I can see it too. Like you said, A few more noodles. years of Braun, hell yeah. Yeah, it's going to suck when... uh. When he's he's actually gone, just because like we've grown up with him our whole lives, basically. Yeah, dude, he's like the last one, bro. I know he's like the last of the goats, like the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Manning's and the Kobe's and. Yeah, I meant the, the last of like just the, his basketball generation, like that generation that we grew up with. Yeah, like no nobody's mellows. playing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mello, Vince, KG, and Pierce, and Steve Nash. Steve Nash is coaching. Steve Nash is coaching now, and Braun's still, <laughs> Braun's still there putting up 30 points a game. That's crazy. Against Steve Nash. He still doesn't know how to yeah, stop him. That's, that's wild, dude. Fuck. Crazy, crazy life we live. I can't believe LeBron's still playing basketball. That's wild. And he like at a high level too. It's not like you know when Melo. Yeah, was on he's his still way like out, a top a ten bat. player in the league. Yeah, he's starting, dude. That's crazy. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Want to talk about uh, J Cole a little bit? I won't say no. He had a pretty bomb feature on the secret recipe with Yachty. I thought. Yeah, that was a good one. Like that um, a lot. He has one bar about he's like, if I give you a feature like your stream's going up, like I might might not have the Drake effect, but like shit, you still gotta pay me. Um, I thought that was good. He had a bunch of good bars in there, um, and then he fucked around and murdered his song on on Drake's album. Got his first number one. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of crazy how he hasn't had one before because I think he's way overdue. Like I think he probably should have had that locked up like ten years ago. If I'm being honest. Did you listen to the whole Drake album? Yeah, it sucked. Did it? Yeah. That's unfortunate. It's annoying, too, because Drake was like, oh, yeah, you're getting the old Drake on this album. So I was actually kind of excited for it. Like, Maggie and I listened to it the day it came out because we were in Pittsburgh driving. And I was like, oh, I'm going to throw the Drake album on. And uh, that song with J. Cole came on, and I was like, oh, oh, like, this is this is heat. This is good stuff. Yeah. And then the rest of the album was trash. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I don't think... At what point does Drake start to get the Eminem treatment? Because I think it's slowly starting to happen. And Eminem, like, literally two or three years ago said this. He has a bar in one of his songs. He's like, in one day, like, he's talking to Drake. He's like, in one day, Drizzy, they'll turn on you too or something like that. And it's like, yeah, dude. Like, you're starting to kind of get phased out of, like, what's hot in, like, pop culture and stuff. like. People are kind of starting to be like, yo, this 
guy's a little corny. Like, he's not really, like, up with the times, even though Drake's whole marketing scheme is to market to, like, the younger generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, people like you and me still think, like, Eminem drops a new album. We're all over that, dude. Like, we still love it because that's what we grew up with. And, like, to us, he hasn't lost that sound. Like, I'd say he's slowed down a little bit. Like, obviously, he isn't putting out That's fine. He was rapping too fast anyway. (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, dudes, like, I don't know. Just younger generations aren't fucking with Eminem's music like they used to. It's because he's just outgrown them. Or people have outgrown that, or you know what I mean? Like, people just that listen to rap now are just getting younger and they don't like appreciate the style of rap that Eminem has. Because Eminem's an MC, he's not like a pop rapper, dude. Like, Drake is like, Eminem's gonna get on a track, yeah. he's gonna spit bars, and he doesn't care right. if it sounds catchy or what. He's there because he's a, a writer and an MC. He's not trying to make like a radio hit. He's already got right. a thousand of those. Yeah, so, um, everything's, like, watered down now. So watered down, dude. And it's, like, finding a new artist that you actually fuck with is, like, pretty rare nowadays, I feel like. Yeah. When or I was in Ireland... in general. When I was in Ireland, I was standing in line, like, waiting to get food, um, and uh, the girl that was in front of me, like, we just started talking, um, and it was this chick from Greece, and she was like, oh, like, what kind of music do you listen to? And I was like, oh, like, I listen to, like, all kinds of music. I was like, well, like, I listen to, like, some rap and, like, some other stuff. And she's like, oh, what kind of rap do you listen to? And I was like, I really like J. Cole. Um, and she was like, oh, yeah, like, I, I like J. Cole, too. And she was like, I think he has that song with uh, Burner Boy. And I was like, yeah, he does. I was like, that's funny. Like, that's crazy. I didn't know, like, people listened, like, knew who that was. Like, I never knew who yeah. this Burner Boy was. And she was like, oh, my God, I love him. Like, me and my friends love him, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's wild, bro. So, then, fast forward, like, a few hours, we're at, like, this, like, huge bar that they had a DJ, and it's just, like, mobbed with people, like, everyone that was at Young, or mad people that were at Young, One Young World, and, uh, the the DJ was, like, playing songs from, like, all different continents and shit, right, so he played, like, some shit from America, some shit from South America, some shit from Africa, some shit from Europe, um, and for the song from africa he played a, a burner boy song i was like no oh, shit, shit dude what is going on um it's a small world yeah but then i was like oh yeah like later like when we were still at dinner i was like oh yeah like um i like mac miller too or something mac miller came up and i was like yeah no, like I, I like mac miller and she was like oh like me and my friends love him and i was like yo check this out showed her my just like pulled my sleeve up because my tat's like right there on my wrist and she's like yo i gotta take a picture of that and send it to my friends like we love him blah 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 I was like, hell yeah, bro, that's so tight. Yeah, dude, it's crazy, like, I mean, you don't realize the effect that a lot of artists have on so many people, but then you have a conversation like that, and you're like, oh, like, he's, yeah, like, worldwide type shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um, did you, I sent you a song from the guy that Maggie and I went and saw a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, no, I didn't listen to it yet. I just saw it, like, <laughs> right before I hopped on. She just texted me, is Zinn supposed to be in Freezer? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Um, but yeah, you gotta check out that song. It's pretty good. It came up on the in the gym today, like, randomly on a playlist. Um, I don't That's really so have a wild. lot of his music downloaded, but I listened to it, and I was like, oh shit, I know this song. And then I was like, is this Tom the Mailman? And it, like, I looked, and it was, and I was like, oh, this guy's like, I'm slowly starting to really 
like fuck with his music, which is dope because he's like super underground. And he like, plays around like where you live. He did for this tour. I don't know if he's like where he's from specifically, but um. Oh okay. I thought he was like a Wilmington bull. No, he's uh just some like underground guy that Maggie really liked. So like we went to his concert because he was he was going to be somewhat nearby. And it's like it's a little bit more like pop rock rap. It's not like it's not like a J Cole type of rap or like you know the you know MC type rap that we like. But it's just like yeah, kind of like heavier like eight oh eights and like rock rap. But okay, it's good. it's good. I'll check it out. Like, don't go into it expecting like crazy bars. It's just like a good sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was saying that at his concert, um, he started making music when he was still working at Chick Fil A. So like every few songs, he'd be like, "Yeah, this was one that I made." Like, I would get home from work at Chick Fil A, and I'd just like I wrote the song, and then he would play it, and I was like, "This is dope, dude!" Like, I really I respect somebody who's like, you know, does shit like that outside of like industry plants, like a fucking ice spice. Oh my god, dude. Her and Pete Davidson hosted SNL last weekend, and I was like, I like SNL, so I was like, oh, shit, I'll throw this on, like, if I'm around, and I just happened to, like, be switching through the channels, and it was on, and it was, like, five minutes right before her music performance. Dude, it was so bad, bro. I'm like, I was sitting there, I felt like an old head, because I was like, how the fuck do people, like, like this? It was really just her. an industry plant? I think so, dude. It was just her sitting in front of the fucking, like, standing still on a mic and, like, whispering her song and, like, shaking her ass. I'm like, how is this, like, enjoyable for, like... Like, I get how it's, like, entertaining, but it's not, like, good music, dude. Like, it's not, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers get up there and shred Californication or, like, the Eagles or, like, even, like, other rappers. Like, fucking Nicki Minaj, dude. Like, at least, like, Nicki Minaj is more of a better, like, an actual rapper and artist. Hell yeah, dude. Nicki's tight. But I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, God, dude, this is so bad. Like, I couldn't even hear her. She was literally whispering, like, and then she'd turn around just to, like, shake her ass. And I'm like, okay, dude, like, I'm not here to see that. Like, I'm here to, like, listen to the music and, like, enjoy, like, a good, like, put me on. Try to put me on. Like, I'm not here to see you shake your ass. Well, that's what she does. It's all. I just don't get how people that's are into thing. that, dude. Like, well, her audience is like, you know, young male, so I, I, I think I, I kind of understand. I'm not an old male, I'm only 26. That's fair. Younger. Yeah, I don't know how old Ice Spice is, but I get it. How much, like, does that make you like a predator, right? Like, that's your whole, your whole shtick, right? Is like, your market like shaking is shaking like, ass for 15 year olds? Or, you know, maybe like 16 or 17, but still. Same thing, dude. Yeah. Like, you're the same age from like 15 to 18. Let's be real. I guess it's just art, so it's okay. Ah, I don't know. I don't know if I can call that art, to be honest. I don't know if it's just me being like an old well, head. Even though that's what an artist would say. An artiste. An artiste. A- Alex Artiste. Ooh, see. <laughs> I don't know why I just got French. I think it was the artiste. Artiste. A baguette. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a um, croissant. It's called I a croissant. Just in I, Europe, I just, I just got back from Europe. <laughs> what yeah. is that commercial for? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think it was like progressive or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's funny. Um, we both knew that shit. 
I just hope that we get like a like I want to finish the year strong with like a banger of an album because I feel like we haven't gotten many good ones this year. Um, hmm. Like maybe who has album of the year. Who has album of the year right now? You think like rap wise? Like if you had to pick an album that came out this year, who who do you think it would be? Um, I don't know. Pass. Mine probably be Russ. I really like Russ's new album. Didn't love it. Pass. Um, who else we got? Yeah, I know you don't listen to them that much, but Avenged Sevenfold's new album was really good. Well, that's not rap, Johnny. Yeah, but still. Um, Zombie Juice has an album that was pretty good. I probably wouldn't give it album of the year, though. College Park from Logic. I was not very, like, impressed with that. Um, Metro Boomin, Heroes and Villains. That was good. Yeah, I don't know. That would probably be my, my few. But we didn't get, we didn't get, like, Kendrick or Cole. Obviously, like, they they just dropped last year, but or Cole was 2021. So he's probably going to drop something soon. But we didn't get, like, a Dreamville tape or, like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't listen to enough music. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really seeing anything that tickles my fancy. Honestly, the no. Creed album was pretty fucking good. Oh, I haven't even listened to that. The Creed album, the Creed soundtrack was solid, bro. I I thought it was good. Did you see the Rangers have been bumping Creed in their no. uh, locker room all all postseason? That's what's getting them going. Yeah, Kirk Cousins came out the other day and was like, after their win, he was like, "Yeah, I saw the Rangers were bumping Creed." So like, I started doing it in our locker room, and it, it, it's the juice is flowing. Like they bumped the Creed soundtrack. I don't know if it was a soundtrack, but just Creed in general. Yeah, you gotta check out the soundtrack and the Creed Three soundtrack. It's pretty good, dude. I I will. I fuck with some Creed, dude. I'm not. I'm not afraid to say it. Same with Nickelback. I like Nickelback. Fucking crucify me. I don't care. No, not Creed the band. Creed oh, the movie. Oh, oh, dude. The soundtrack was fucking... Dreamville. Did the whole soundtrack. Oh, I listened to that. Yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't like, I wasn't like, holy shit, this is amazing. Like, I think I only listened through it once or twice, but it was pretty. It was all right. I thought it was all just like. You thought the Rangers were bumping the Creed soundtrack? I don't know what the fuck they're bumping, dude. <laughs> Creed, the band. All right, now, now you think I think it makes more sense now. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying Creed dropped a new album. I was like, oh, I haven't peeped that, but I will. Damn, dude, you got me excited. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get your hopes up like that. All right, I'll forgive you. I guess. I don't want to break your heart over here. Um, This song came on at the gym today, and it reminded me of Waldo so much because he showed it to us when we went to his house snowboarding. And it was uh, the 50 Cent, Too Rich for the Bitch. Too Rich for the Too Bitch. Too Rich for the Bitch. Too rich for the too bitch. For I was like, rich. I haven't heard this song in so long, but this is a banger, dude. That is a banger. Especially at the, at the gym, club. dude. Yeah, I'm sitting there sprinting on the treadmill, and too rich for the bitch comes on. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> um, you want to talk about like fantasy football, dude? How are your team's doing? Oh, uh, let's see. I gave someone the work in orchids this week. Did you? 
Um, I did okay across the board. I'm like not not great, not terrible. Uh, I was hoping you'd bite, dude. No bite on that. Oh, you beat me. <laughs> yeah, one twenty nine to ninety two. But you had Justin yeah. Fields go down, which which was yeah. tough. Um, my team is thin as fucking orchids, dude. I have like no depth. Bye weeks are starting to come around, so that's gonna hurt me. I should have started Cortland Sutton last week. Um, but I mean that. So that's our big league, right? And I mean, I'm three and three, but the whole league is pretty tight, right? Yeah. Like one through four is four and two. Five through nine is three and three. 10, 11, or 2, and 4, but even, like, TJ's 1 and 5, but the first place team only has four, three more wins, so he, like, realistically could still come back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's still early to jump the gun on yeah. standings. Um, I'm starting to get into the weeds of, like, looking at trades and stuff. Yeah. But there's just not, I don't know, there's just not a lot that I like out there, dude. Like, I feel like if I make a trade I'm for depth, like, I'm losing depth, so it's not really helping me that much. The waiver wire this year has been so thin, too, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been great. I've been trying to make trades left and right. Nobody's nobody's, nobody's biting. Fighting. I'm, putting out, I'm putting out solid offers, and they're just like, nah. Yeah, my two worst leagues, like, I'm two and four in Coastal Chicks, so, like like we said, it's still early on that, but um, my two worst leagues are for sure my Dynasty teams, dude. I hate Dynasty football, fantasy football. Yeah, Not my dynasty fan. teams aren't great. I might try and slide out of Foot Clan next year if I can. Because it's just not worth it, dude. Not worth my time. Even though my Foot Clan team is better than my CCU Dynasty, but I'd rather be if I'm doing Dynasty, I'd rather play with the boys than be in a league with some randoms. Yeah, I'm probably gonna dip out of that too. Um Honestly. Our, our random. I just don't like the way it works. Tight. Yeah, same. And wait, are you in the erotic league with that Waldo's doing? Yes, I am. Yeah, you are, dude. I have the most points for in that league. I have almost eight hundred. I seven ninety eight. I think it says. I'm in nine. Oh no, dude! I'm two and four. I have the most points for in the entire league. I'm two and four. It's still early though. Two and four is not terrible. Like you can still turn around, and that points four is gonna help you in the the long run. Yeah, hundred p. Be a random roommates league. How did how did last week shake out? We won last week. We're three and three now. Hell yeah, we won last week. Um, Hot Lockets got a dub. Bishop Sycamore catches a dub. A lot of close games. A lot of high scores. I love it. It's that super flex. C three D D B O C three D B O. Ooh, that's gonna get me every time. <laughs> <laughs> Catches a dub. Dunk Woody catches a dub, and Lex catches a dub. Lex was three and zero this week in fantasy. Lucky dog, Man, go off. Yeah, we're three and three, but like four through nine in this league is three and three. Yeah, it's tight. It's super tight. And then five and one above that. Um. Andy, dude, shitting on everybody. Five and one. 
Yeah, he got he the most points good. for. He's still got $100 in fab. He hasn't spent a dime. Starting off strong. I mean, Clay's 5-1 too, but he has no fab left. Yeah. Carl was trying to trade me for some fab. He wanted fab for uh, Josh Kelly because I have Eckler. In, in no what orchids? Yeah. He said, yeah, no thanks. You want to make a trade with me in orchids right now? I'll fucking trade with you. I don't know who you're interested in. I don't know who you got. Mahomes, Pacheco, Tyreek, Calvin Ridley, Brees Hall. Jordan Addison. I don't hate Brees Hall. I don't hate Jordan Addison. I don't hate Pacheco. Those are all guys I could be interested in. Um, I'm probably more willing to make a a trade for one of my wide receivers just because I'm super thin at running back. I like Addison. I like Ridley. I think. I like Tyree Kill. If you want to give me him. Yeah, he's not going nowhere. Fucking I, Waldo is pissing me off with his trade offers, dude. Like, at least make it worth my time to open my phone and look at it, dude. Let me read you some of these trades he sent me. He sent me, he was going to give me Derrick Henry and George Pickens for Brees Hall and Tyree Kill. Like, in what world, dude? In what world? Like, does he think I'm dumb? And then yeah, Calvin he Ridley and, Bre- and Brees Hall. I was going to give him Calvin Ridley and Brees Hall. This is one he asked for. I didn't send this to him. For Jonathan Taylor and fucking M. Wilson, Michael Wilson. Like, what, dude? Interesting. Giving you two of my best players for a Jonathan Taylor who's still behind Zach Moss and some guy that I'd have never even heard of. Yeah. You want to give me Jordan Addison? I'll find somebody. We'll find something. We're going to have a trade by this time next week. I'm always open to offers. I'm not trying to get fleeced, though. All right, fine. I won't fleece you. That's fair. I have respect for my friends and my comrades. I appreciate that, because Waldo sends me these dumbass trades, and I'm like, I think this man genuinely thinks I don't follow football, like, at all. I'm like, I'm willing (laughs) to take a risk, but I'm not stupid, dude. I hope he's listening, too. I hope he is, too. I might be kind of interested in um, Evan Ingram. He's good. He's like a top five tight end right now. Not bad. I have Darren Waller, and he's been good the past few weeks. Yeah, he's he's definitely gotten better. I think the I Giants honestly can't really bad, to be too mad. Yeah, Kyron tight end position is one where you're not looking for like crazy value anyways, dude. Kind of like you can plug and play them if you really need to. Yeah. Yeah, Kyron I don't know. Williams is out for a few weeks now. Is that what the yeah. reports are saying? You want him? I'll trade you him. No, I have Zach Evans. I picked him up on waivers in a few leagues today. Yeah, but now you'll have him when he comes back. I already got James Conner on IR, so I'll just wait till he's back. And I'll have Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison needs to fucking... Get the ball more, dude. I don't know what they're doing. He's good. He's had a good start to the season. They just, now with JJ out, they need to throw him the ball more. 
I mean, once he comes to my he's team, he's a twenty-eight they will. wide receiver right now. His worst week is zero, but that's because that's he didn't bad. have any targets. Yeah, but it's been one week where he's had under ten points. It's like every other week, he went sixteen, sixteen, eleven, zero, eighteen, eleven. He's been pretty solid. Not bad. He puts up that that dud week. If he puts up ten points, he's probably a top twenty wide receiver. Yeah, you're probably right. And that's, like, low for his points-per-game average. Yeah. Now that he's operating as the wide receiver one over in Minnesota, dude, I expect him to fucking just feed him the ball. Well, stop talking so highly of him. I'm trying to fucking hype up his value, dude. Well, I'm trying to downplay it. <laughs> Uh, all right, you want to get the fuck out of here? I got to eat some dinner. Yeah, I mean, if you're ready to go, we can go. Yeah, I got I got some shit to do before my parents get into town anyway. Unless there's something you want to touch on before we, we bounce. No, no, I want to touch on you, baby. But... Oh, come on through. I, I can't do it virtually. It's just not the same. That's what I'm saying. Come on through. You know where to find me. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> and a lot of money <laughs> yeah yeah but um you know what dude you go do your chores before your parents get down i will dude first thing i'm gonna do is eat some beef and broccoli with my lady Ooh, beef and broccoli with your lady do some chores maybe play Ooh, real quick Fortnite. i know you don't play video games anymore but Fortnite new season comes out in a few days and they're Ooh. bringing back like the og map dude og map i yeah, didn't even know there was a new non-og map yeah, their map changes like every three months, but they're bringing back. They changed their location on Twitter to like July eighteenth, twenty eighteen, and that's the date that like one of the OG like first season maps came out. So it'll be like how it was when we were playing that shit back in Quail. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm stoked. Does that mean I have to get back on it? Too bad, not I, happening. I might have to, dude. You might have to. Not happening. Get JT on the sticks. He'll play. Um. He's at he the age like where the he colors. can just hand a turned-off controller and be like, hey, here you go, and he just stares at the screen thinks he's playing. Yeah, he likes to watch, like, the games. Like, when I watch the Eagles and the Flyers and the Phillies, he likes watching the games. Hell yeah, ingrain that in his brain. He's like, oh yeah, I like these colors, check me out. He's going to go nuts oh, when we break out the uh, Kelly Greens next week. Ooh. Is that what we're wearing? I believe so. Against the Finsters? I believe so. Is that what we have and we don't have a black anymore? I don't know if we I don't know if it replaced the black or if they just brought back the Kelly Greens as like an additional. But I don't know either. I saw a post today that said we're gonna be in the Kelly Greens on Sunday night. Okay. So that'll be dope. I wish it wasn't Sunday night. It's too late for me, man. I gotta sleep. Dude, you gotta fucking sack up. Like you're all this bullshit. Oh, I have a kid now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's responsibility. It's, I I like to be on a sleep schedule. It's not healthy to get off your schedule. Yeah, you're right. I've been turning the TV off before I go to sleep lately, and it's helped a lot. Whoa, whoa! I know. I know. Look at this guy. I'm making. Moves, I didn't dude. stay up for the whole Phillies game last night. I went to bed after it was six nothing. I said that's good enough for me. <laughs> uh, see, I'm 
It's if the Yanks are in the playoffs, dude. I'm watching the full game. I'm watching the post game conference. I'm on Twitter looking for fucking tweets. I'm full no, blown I can't, psycho. I can't. Too tired. Or either that, or I'm on a Pokemon card stream for three hours. All right. Well, um, if you find yourself on a Pokemon stream for three hours, buy me something good, dude. I might. I just might have to. Buy me like a dope fucking Charizard. You want a Charizard? Yeah. There's this uh, rare rainbow Charizard going around. Is it holographic? Like 2019. Some of them are hollows, yeah. I want a holographic Charizard. Alright, well that might be like 400 bucks, but... I'll see what I can do. What? It's like you don't even care about me. <laughs> I care about my pockets too, bro. Oh, it's all about the pockets, okay? <laughs> oh. All I want is a holographic Charizard, and it's all about your pockets. You want it in a slab? You want? I it didn't to be say buy too? it. You could steal it, bro. All right, I'll just be like, uh, I'll. They bid probably on keep it them in it. the Brinks truck, so you're gonna have to rob one of those. I'll I'll bid on it, have them send it to me, and then dispute the transaction. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't me. <laughs> what do you mean? For, you having a necklace around just, your fucking neck? It was oh, this it guy, me. Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> see, I got to ship to his house. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, you know what? Enjoy your weekends. Kiss your neighbors. Say hi to your grandmas. You do both to your grandmas if you want. Give them a nice little yeah. cheek smooch and hug them and say yeah. hello. Unless they've, unless they've already left us and just, you know, say a little prayer. Say, yo, grandma, up above, how we doing? Yo, Grandma, or Yo, Grandma, all right. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe she's down below. We can't all hey, be you saints, know. you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly, dude. If there were no sinners, then there would be no saints. No saints, exactly. Because everybody would just be a saint, and then you wouldn't be special. I like that saying. That's why I'm a sinner. I am a sinner. I'm doing, doing the Lord's work, because without me, there is no Lord. <laughs> wow, that's, okay. <laughs> that's a bold statement. Well, there's no saints, so you know, let's just let's just jump to conclusions, you know? <laughs> that's fair. All right. Good Enjoy talking your weekend. <laughs> Smooches. <laughs> Hold on, I got it over here. I just tried to smooch and farted. <laughs> oh god. You gotta keep that one to yourself, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sneak it in, dude. Come on now, we're real on here. Uh, I enjoy your weekend. Smooches. Peace.